Hey Sam, how you doing? <laughs> I'm good, man. The the energy is already dipped from that I'm, failed recording. I'm trying to get out of the kiln. I'm trying. I'm trying to leave this heat. It is so hot, and today. we've got no aircon in this room for audio quality reasons. It's like 42 degrees today. So it's boo. like 107 Fahrenheit for you Americans out there. So old mate, boo! You better bloody better bloody appreciate this. <laughs> You son of a bitch. <laughs> well, uh, so I've got some tweets, speaking yeah. of our old hit, mate Boo. Hit me. Um, so he tweeted at us, so a couple of weeks ago we did the new Star Wars movie. Uh, Spoilers for Star Wars. It was bad. Um, <laughs> Boo at Space Hamster uh, tweeted us saying, I left The Rise of Skywalker at 6.30, thinking it was possibly good, and it fell steadily to hating it by 10.15. <laughs> My rant ending in calling the cannons giant red dicks. Nice thing. Wonderful. Nice thing in the movie is the interaction between Ray and Kylo using their force bond. Hashtag Star Wars challenge. Because <laughs> you told everyone to use the hashtag Star Wars challenge. Yeah, but but right because the the real part of this challenge was for there to not be anything dumb about it as well. Because then they transferred lightsabers with it. It's dumb. You failed the challenge, I boo. That, I thought that bit was fine. Oh, actually. I it, thought you that... were fine and I was wrong. <laughs> We've got another tweet from uh, at Flint Monkey. Of course. Um, I know you guys are miserable Scrooge bastards, but I wish you and your juicy microphone a Merry Christmas. Raise a glass of eggnog to the only movie podcast worth listening to. And that's, ah, sweet. that's sweet. However, eggnog is fucked. <laughs> Have you I, had eggnog I, before? I'm, I'm pretty sure I haven't. It's disgusting. Have you ever wanted, like, m- sweetened milk? That was then, like, mixed with rum or something? That's what people usually use eggnog for. That's... I mean... Because I get, like, milky alcohol. And I even get sweet egg dishes. But not together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's the wrong combination You, you have, you have a Bailey's and a yeah. Pav. You know, you don't need... You don't need to combine those two things together. <sighs> I, but yeah, I've, I've honestly never had eggnog. So I couldn't tell you if it's bad... Or not, I just assume that it's one of those things like... It's like eating eel. Or, what are you talking... Like, I looked down at my phone kidney, for two seconds. Or like liver. Like, it's one of those things that we had to do during the war. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we don't have to anymore. Because it's the like war Hershey. isn't killing all the slave labour people anymore. Mm. So we're getting all our pre-packaged food from, from our slave labour traders in China and Indonesia and all these other... Awful places. To Keep eat. it light, Cal. Come on. <laughs> Let's go. It's Let's New Year's week, out. baby. It's time for celebrations. New Year's Day. And, this is going. Oh, out cool. So, so, End of New Year's week. Yeah, yeah. The final. The, yeah, the final. The final, the final day nail in the coffin for that, this, that for is this fucking year. Twenty nineteen. <laughs> Shall awesome. we get the bloody... Oh, have you got something else to say? No, I was just... the bloody just, show on the road. I was just going to say, it's, it's a little weird for us to be... I, we always do this. We always, like, end the big, like, decade celebrations are always in year nine instead of year ten of the tenth year. Like, I mean, and it makes sense. It doesn't. Well, no, because it's zero. Yeah, it, well, it makes sense because that's ones. when all the clocks change and all the calendars tick over. Well, you don't want the 2010s to end with 2020. That's fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> no, fair enough, fair enough. But like the the decade hasn't ended yet. The the new decade starts at year one. I, I mean, it depends how you 
define it though. Well, when you first the, started the calendar, when do you, you started start... at year zero or was year one? Well, you the... started the first calendar no, in year one. No, you, you started at zero. Nonsense. No, you started Nonsense. at Nonsense. When there is no when way you're born, Cal, are you one year old? Yeah, shut up. You're no. fucking stupid. <laughs> you're a fucking idiot. No, but it's in your, but you're in your first year. Yeah, but you're not one you're year in old. Year of your life. Year one. zero. No, well, alright. Yeah. Oh, yeah, well, no, it's no, almost no, as if when no. you're measuring time. No, you're in, like, the first month. In the first week. <laughs> what, so we're only supposed to measure it, like, in the unit of time that you're experiencing well, so for the when first you, time? So, the first year, as if this there is, was one. No, so this episode's gonna go on for so long. <laughs> I tried to start the episode, and then you started talking shit! Alright, play the music. Shop podcast about everything that happened in this last decade, maybe. I'm your host, Cal. I'm your other host, Sam, and you stole my bit of the intro. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, you will be. See, this is why I get to talk and you don't. Boom. So you just say that you're Sam, because I'm the host. That's how this I'm works. The other host. No, you're not. You're the co-host. That's <laughs> no, fine. <laughs> well, Good timing I mean, now to bring it up. Yeah, I was gonna say, wow, alright. I mean, <laughs> I well, might just Sam, I, might just... I appreciate your contributions. <laughs> wow. As the co-host of this show. You've, you've left it a whole decade. A whole decade of us doing this podcast. We've not done... <laughs> God damn it! That's, that's this started... episode, right? This is the Sam and Cal a decade of the video I was like, we don't job. need to turn the game up. Because we're going to get loud in this. And you were like, no, no, I think we should turn the game up. I think you I'm going to turn sh- the game up while you're not looking. I think you should and not shut... even fucking tell you. I think you, you should you shut up. absolute sack of a human being. What's your first? <laughs> okay, All right, so who... no, no, we need to we need to explain this. So we're doing we're doing our favorite movies of the decade. Yes. On a year by year basis. Yeah. And then if the episode's gone for less than two and a half hours, we might come up with our favorite one of the decade overall. Maybe. Maybe. Um, Probably not. I want to start. No, on a... we're not. I want to start on a downer note, though. I love it. Um, an in memoriam. Oh fuck um, off. For something that grew. And then died in this decade, and it's our love of Netflix Marvel shows. <laughs> it is a tragic loss. <laughs> um, they, was, it was a beautiful this, sapling. Yep. And it never quite took root. We watered it. We watered it. We drowned it. Maybe <laughs> is what happened. You know what? That might really be the case. <laughs> like they drowned. Yeah. Um, they, they put too much. They put too much salt in Iron Fist it, and killed it. <laughs> Nothing will ever grow in that patch again. Nope. And now now we've had to move the whole new plot to Disney+. Plus. Yep, that's the hope, name of the soil. And with... hope for the best. <laughs> anyway, so... No, uh, that's a good point. 2010, uh, who's we, we going sh- first? Well, we should also have an in-memoriam for uh, uh, the Dark Universe. <laughs> the Universal <laughs> Monster Movie franchise. Got one movie off the ground. And I really thought, I really <laughs> thought that we would be having an in-memoriam for the DCEU. But, it's but the chemo strong. worked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and quite frankly, We've it's, come back, it. it's come back bigger and better than ever. <laughs> and I'm okay with this. Look, and next year looks a good year for DC movies. <laughs> yeah. Got Wonder Woman 84. Birds yep. of Prey looks like it could be fun. Yep. Then we're going to get a Black Adam movie at some point. Yep. Shazam 2's coming. It's going to be a good time. Matt Reeves is doing the new Batman. Speaking of Matt Reeves, Who's he Matt comes Reeves? up a bit on my list. Okay. Um... He's a director. Cal. Well, I figured. 
He wasn't a fucking gaffer, was he? We don't talk about movies and how good they are based on what the job the gaffer does. No hey, offense, hey, hey. gaffer. The gaffer is an integral part of the crew. Oh, and is. we should get underway, Cal. 2010 <laughs> is the starting point. Do you have any in, any more in memoriams? Uh, oh, look, I'm sure as we go through... We'll, we'll have some more in memoriams. As we mention movies that now just don't exist as <laughs> yeah. part of anything, like yeah. that have been consumed by the Disney Goliath. Yeah, yeah understandable. Um, yeah. Who's going first? We usually... Uh, dis- I- we usually flip a coin, I think. Um, do you have a coin? I, ha- I do have a coin. I That's have a two dollary do coin. Ooh, wealthy boy. Heads or tails? Uh, I'll have tails. Never fails, baby. It's heads. Oh, except for it when fails. it does. <laughs> <laughs> so that means I get to choose who goes, yeah. and I choose you to go first. <laughs> Sucked in scrub. You choose me to go first. Yeah, yeah, I'm not. Ah, go- uh, I'm definitely ready on this list. Cool. <laughs> no, all right. I can go. No, first. No, I, I can go. First. Okay, cool. Go. All right. So 2010. Yeah, uh, I gotta. I, I'm so- worried that you and I are gonna have the same movie <laughs> oh, for a lot of these interesting. years. I don't think we will. I think for this year we might. We might. Well, there's, there's not very, very many. <laughs> there's not, but there's a few. Um, mm. and as with so this is basically our five favorites, except it's. More than that. It's our ten favourites. Yeah, one. from the decade. One, so it's yeah. more a favourite from each year yeah, yeah. of this decade. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so follow along. Tweet us at Video Shop Pod your favourite movies from each year of the decade. Yeah. We'll give, read it out whenever we next do a podcast. Yeah. Give us, we'll talk about that next week. Yeah. But. So I had a couple of movies came out this year. We had like Toy Story 3. Oh, wait, so wait, wait, wait. 2010. Yeah, so, yeah, sorry, we're doing 2010. Yeah, yeah so, okay. like, I had, like, Toy Story 3, yeah. Kick-Ass, Scott Pilgrim vs. The World. Yeah. Like, there's some pretty decent movies, but there's one that has to be the best of the year. Okay. And it's Tangled. Fair enough. I forgot Tangled was on this list. <laughs> it is here. I have ah. I have marked it as something that I've seen. Um, um, Tangled is the... You never shut up about Tangled whenever it comes up. Because it's fantastic. <laughs> it's... It's simultaneously the like, like the start of the you know the Disney resurgence, the new Disney uh, yeah. princess era. Yeah, which yeah. is a really strong era, and even mm. like the other animated movies Disney's making are really strong. Mm. And yet, it's probably still the best of the lot. Yeah, I mean, I I would put a solid case forward for Moana, but I know that I've Fair just enough. got a soft spot for Zootopia, it. Zootopia, though, as well, and like, Zootopia is so good. Um, yeah. Might come up later. Yeah, very um, well, Mike. <laughs> so, well, I'm not confirming or denying anything. So, 2010, my definitive favourite movie is Tangled, just because it's pretty, pretty spiffy movie. Fair enough. You don't have any honourable mentions? Any... Uh, no, my honourable mentions were Scott Pilgrim, Kick-Ass, and Toy Story 3. Okay, cool, because mine was Scott Pilgrim. <laughs> and understandable. <laughs> and I really thought that, because I, I forgot that Tangled was on this list, but of course... You were going to pick Tangled over anything else because you yeah. never shut up about Tangled. Yeah, no, I don't know what it is about Tangled, but I will always watch it. I think it's a bit like Tremors. It's just another one of those, it's the it's perfect, perfect movie in yeah, that you're in right. its it, feel. It is that, yeah, mm. yeah. It's exactly like Tremors. And in saying that, Scott, Pil- Scott Pilgrim vs. The World. There's nothing like Scott Pilgrim vs. The World. spectacular. There's nothing like it. Whereas Tangled is the best thing in its field. Scott Pilgrim's the only, only thing, thing in, in its, its field. field. So you don't know. It just leaves you bewildered as to what to compare it to. Yeah. And then you compare it to other things and there are some things that might be better at that one thing that that though both of those movies are trying to do, but neither like, but the other movie isn't doing what Scott Pilgrim is trying to do. Yeah, and Scott Pilgrim is fabulous. It's it's just such a beautifully made 
like piece of visual art. It is. That's what it is. It's a visual. It's uh, yeah. It's because like say what you want about Michael Sarah, and say what you want about some of some of the clunkier dialogue. But like some of the dialogue is buttery smooth, and even the clunky dialogue's very intentionally clunky. I think. Yeah, it's really not meant to be a movie. (laughs) It's really meant to be a comic book. Yeah, just a very well, and it's based on a comic book. Yeah, it's the sort of thing that like you could take this movie. Break it down into like gifs, which people have done, and like lay it out as like a museum installation. Yeah, that you're, you can yeah walk that's through. true. Yeah. Ah, man, now I want to rewatch Scott Pilgrim. It's so good. It's just a solid movie, man. Um, my the only issue I have with Scott Pilgrim is yeah. this isn't real. This is it's not a major criticism, but he should have ended up with knives. Yeah. It is my personal belief, and there was a, like another version of the movie that ended like that. I I get why they went with. Well, have you read the comic? I haven't. I know that the comic ending wasn't out when the movie came out, and ends, and ultimately ends very differently. I'm sure it does. But like that that ending scene is not is pretty much not at all in yeah because it's entirely invented for mm. the film yeah and and I haven't read it either I've only watched the Dom's comparison of the movie right yeah um, and yeah he does a really good job of breaking it all down um, so go go watch that. Um, uh, but yeah, I, I do just want to quickly mention a couple of other ones that yep. that you didn't mention because my top five included um, the butterfly effect. The okay, first Ash- I haven't actually seen. Have you not? No, nah. because that's interesting. Because it was the when, at the time it was like, uh, can Ashton Kutcher even do a serious movie? Yeah, yes, right. he can. And this movie's a bit dumb, but it's like time travelly, so you would, I think, you'd get into it. Um, probably would. Yeah. And it's probably the first movie that I watched and went, oh, cool, I like serious movies. Yeah, right. Because it, it, I was, in 2010, I was nine years younger, so what am I now? I would have been, I would have been like 18. No. Fuck, am I that old? But it was 10 years ago <laughs> that I turned 18. Fuck my life. But anyway. Old um, man Cal. Uh, Easy A. Oh, did that come out in 2010? That was 2010. Oh, that is a good movie. That is a good movie. The parents in that are so funny. So good. And um, and Emma Stone, like, in the early legs of her career, really good. Um, Kick-Ass. Yeah, which I had you that. Mentioned. Yeah, great, great film. And Another Predators. Predators was pretty good. I wouldn't have ever put it on a list like this. Not really, but the rest of this of this year was a little bit disappointing for me. The only thing that I could say that I watched enjoyed and just never really thought to put it on my uh, my top 10 would probably be like How to Train Your Dragon yeah, and stuff like that uh, a movie I don't remember but I remember liking yeah but that's I haven't watched any my... of the follow ups yeah so I think, me either and I think maybe it's just I wasn't caught in that like sphere of thinking for mm. it cool. which a lot of people though love it though and, yeah, and all the power to them it very seems like a really film. cool franchise we should move on because we can't talk about every movie that came out every year 2011 cool alright uh, am I doing this you one you want to go first? first this one I'm yeah alternating who yeah, goes first yeah let's alternate first? why not sure this honestly wasn't a very good year for movies oh. that I had watched this was long before we started the podcast too yeah you'll notice when we hit the, the years po- that we start the podcast that the movie list like movie. doubles <laughs> um, but I watch a lot of movies even before the podcast I realise and this was like a really big toss up for me but I okay. think I have to go with Rango. Okay, the, interesting. The animated movie with Johnny Depp yeah. playing a gecko. I have no feelings towards that movie, positive or negative. But you've seen it, though. Yep. I had a really good time, and I was really expecting not to. 
I think you listed in your top five favorite animated movies I, too. I, I think I did. Uh, at least, gave, or it an at least I gave it an honorable mention. Because um, like the other movies on my list here were Paul. Paul came out that year. Paul was that I year. That. Yeah, that's um, great. That's not on my list. The Muppet movie, which I only yeah, watched got the this year, as, a, as an honorable mention. The Muppet movie is phenomenally it's so good. good but I only watched it this year so I didn't want too much of my like I've just seen it yes there's to a seep little in. I, I tried to avoid that too mm. Horrible Bosses was also on a great comedy great really movie. good comedy yep um, and Hall Pass which I don't think anybody remembers fucking garbage <laughs> it is so, so bad it is so bad right the best scenes in that are the scenes with Stephen Merchant <laughs> but the Owen Wilson's speech at the end about why he can't cheat on his wife even though she said it's okay it's really sweet. And and for some reason, I remember it. That's the reason it's on this list. Because it's really got fuck all else to compare it to. Yeah. In, in my liking. It, yeah. So, I don't remember much of the movie, to be honest. But so, Rango is is my, all right, is my that's pick a, for the year. It's a good pick. Um, some of my honourable mentions were uh, Rise of the Planet of the Apes. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. That series comes up a lot in my... You know, future years, spoilers. Definitely. And, like, it's sort of the thing that, like, I didn't count too much towards, like, whether I really liked it because I feel like I like it as a whole more than I like any individual movie. That's that's fair. Um, I remember seeing that one in cinemas, though, and I'm like, this is really good. Yeah, I didn't. Um, Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol. Yeah. um, Which you haven't seen, but it's actually the best one. Yeah. The one by Brad Bird. Yeah, I'm not sure if I ended up watching it in preparation for the next Mission Impossible. I don't think you did. I might not have. Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part 2, I think, just has to be That was Part 1 this year, wasn't it? 2011. Oh, no, it was Part 2. Just because... Because Deathly Hallows Part 1 was the year before. It was 2010, yeah. yeah. Um, Just because... I mean, what a, an end to a phenomenal franchise. Whether you personally like it or not, Cal, you can't deny the cultural impact it's had. It was a bad movie, and it was a bad oh. end to a bad franchise. Bridesmaids, <clears> as well. <throat> yeah. Really funny. Yeah. Um, but my actual pick for the year was Attack the Block. Which I have not even heard a little bit about. It's incredible. It's fantastic. Mm. It's by... Um, oh, now I'm blanking on who did it. What did he... he He's done tons of stuff. Am I going to Google it? Nah, he With he's done a clacky, clacky keyboard. He did that other movie, um, the kid that would be king. Right. Okay. Um, which which was, you uh, really wanted to see? Yeah, which was actually a little bit worse, <clears throat> I thought. Yeah. But Attack the Block was just a perfect balance of um, funny horror, space, and it was very like English. Yeah. Um, in its kind of execution. Yeah. Okay. Um, like just every the, the characters. When I say that, I mean the characters felt really authentic. Yeah. Uh, this one's this one was a hard one though because my initial gut instinct on this year was Rise of the Planet of the Apes. Yep. But I think the other two films in that I like more. Yep. Um, Fair enough. But Attack the Block I actually only saw this year. Yeah. So I think there's an echo of positive feelings towards <laughs> it from that. But it stars John Boyega and Jodie Whittaker. Like, oh, okay, that's a strange combo. Because well, is John Boyega English? Yeah, yeah. I forget that. Yeah, he's very. His American accent's very good in. Well, um, and but Star why? Wars. But why does he speak in an American accent? Is it because his English accent is not? Because <laughs> it's, it's rough. Yeah, he's rough English. It's not. It, the, it's not whimsical fantasy English. Yeah, he's no. He's no Peter Cushing in his accent. <laughs> he's very. Um, he's very London. Mm. You know, in his kind of fair enough accent. At least that's where I. Think so. Yeah, that's my number. That's my pick. Attack the block. It's great. It's 
I was doing a research on it for my kids on bike stuff because yep. it's got a lot of kids on bikes elements in it. Yeah. Because it starts out with an alien lands and these like group of kids that like mug Jody Whittaker <laughs> find this alien that lands and then beat it up and it dies and that's why the aliens are all after them. Jeez. Um, Fair enough. There's a bit more to it and they um and they learn a lesson along the way, obviously. But it's okay. a very very good very good story. Fair and, enough. Um, very well executed for a budget movie. Fair enough. The aliens are kind of cool design. They're like these bears, but they don't have any distinct features other than these like glowing teeth. Okay. <coughs> so it's a unique look. Yeah. Um, shall we move on to yes. 2012? This year was a bit slow for me, actually. I. But, I mean, there's an elephant in this room. Is it the Avengers? It's the Avengers. Yeah. Um, yeah. It probably... The thing is, I wanted to put the Avengers, but there's another movie this year that just just sits with me in such positivity, and that's Moonrise Kingdom. Okay. Wes Anderson's Moonrise Kingdom. Haven't seen that. It's fantastic. Yeah. It's just... Um, Wes Anderson... Anyone who's seen Wes Anderson movies before knows Wes Anderson movie. Yeah, Like, yeah. he's got that very distinct look and flavour. Mm. But this has, like, Bill Murray, um, Bruce Willis, um, uh, was the Hulk, then wasn't the Hulk. Uh, Edward, uh, Norton. Edward Norton um, I was going to say Lou Ferrigno yeah. <laughs> I was going to say there's, there's a lot of people who were the Hulk and who are now not the Hulk so not overly except helpful. for that one guy yeah. he's still the Hulk and it's like ooh, <laughs> poor guy <laughs> he's just big and green all the time was oh, the joke no. I was trying to make uh, I wasn't trying to be like Mark Ruffalo's life must be shit <laughs> <I'm sure laughs> which I realised was the implication uh, yeah it did sound like all that all too late I'm sure he's having a grand old time yes Spoiling all the movies um, in the in the press conference and the Moonrise Kingdom. It's basically about these two kids whose adult the adults in the world have failed them. Yeah. So they're like, um, we're in love, and we're just going to run away. And you know, I, I'm a, a Boy Scout. I can navigate, and they run away together. But it's really great. Like the other Boy Scouts see him as a traitor, so they're like, we're going to have to kill him. <laughs> <laughs> of course. <laughs> and they're like, all right. Well, one of the kids. I think one's kids like. Well, what are you taking as a weapon? We need weapons? It's like, well, you don't want to be the only one that shows up without, without a weapon, do you? <laughs> it's great. It's a really... It sounds quite funny. It's, it's a funny movie. Wes Anderson movies usually are with a really unique art style. Mm. Um, and Moonrise Kingdom was the first movie of his I've seen, so it was a very much a... Cool. A couple of honourable mentions was, of course, The Avengers, yep. um, 21 Jump Street. Freaking oh, hilarious. Yeah. I never saw that. Um, Argo. Which was... I saw a bit of. Which was really good. Yeah. Um, but, like, I wouldn't put it on this list. And uh, Dread, which was also really good. Yes, which I came to way later for a Dice Hard episode. And I yeah, really I, liked it. And I also came way later to Dread. Mm. Um, so, my, my one is Avengers. Okay, fair so, enough. But I think we've talked enough about Avengers. Yep. We don't really need to go too far into it. So, I'll talk about my honourable mentions a little mm-hmm. more. So number five was, was the Avengers. So the Avengers being the um, British movie, yes. that stars um, yeah the came out years before and, this year yeah, yeah, of movies correct. that we're talking about. Yep. Yeah, good one, Sam. Good joke, Sam. Come uh, <laughs> on, Mac. <laughs> oh, fair shake. Um, yeah. So my my so I I've done a top five for all these years. Yep. So number five was Silver Linings Playbook with Bradley Cooper and uh, what's her face from The Hunger Games, Lawrence. Lawrence. Yeah. <laughs> I nearly said Lawrence Fishburne. I'm like, that's not right. Jennifer, Jennifer Lawrence, Lawrence Fishburne. Yeah. <laughs> I hate people with two first names. Yeah. Bastards. Daniel Craig. 
You see, I meant to make it a joke and say it the wrong way around, and then uh, I accidentally said it the right way around. You did. I was going to say Craig Daniel. Fucking, yeah. what a dickhead. <laughs> Craig Daniel. Um, yeah, Good so Silver Linings Playbook, yep. again, was like one of those early movies Great that I was movie. like, oh, I think I like serious movies. I think yeah. I like movies that are not trying to just be dumb. Yeah. Um, Cabin in the Woods, which I came to oh, way later. I missed that on this list. I oh. don't know how you missed that. Yeah, that's bad. That yeah. almost takes Moonrise Kingdom's spot. <laughs> but Cavern in the Woods is phenomenally good. Well, and the other thing about this list is I went through the Wikipedia release, which I think is the US release. Yes. So depending yeah. on the year, there very well might be some here that bleed into previous went, years or next years. I went years. on Google, so it's probably the same deal. Yeah, it's going to all be taken from some repository. Releases probably are, US Releases based. are weird. So we're doing this as far as American terms because they... Dominate the world culturally. That's yeah. the way we live in. Fuck everything. Um, oh, jeez, come on. Number three, Django. Django Unchained. Oh, yeah. Django Unchained is good. Really yeah. fun. Um, I think that was my first Tarantino film. It was my first Tarantino film, too. Technically, I had seen Kill Bill Volume 2 before that, Actually, but seen... not Volume 1. Right. Weird. So, so I just don't count it. I feel like I didn't finish that movie until I went and watched Volume 1. Fair enough. Um, for some reason, I we had, had seen the... Pulp Fiction. I yeah, before Django. But yeah, anyway, continue. Fair enough. So yeah, Django's... Yeah, I mean, there's obvious things about Django about why that's really good. Um, but my number two that it was, like, really umming and ahhing over... This was toss-up between a, that and Avengers. Yeah, was uh, The Secret World of Arietti. I haven't heard of it. So that's the Studio Ghibli film ah. of The Borrowers. Right, okay. So, yeah, you know The Borrowers. The little people who live under the floorboards. And yeah, I think you've stuff. told me about it. I love The Borrowers. I've watched nearly every version of The Borrowers that exists. Yeah. And I, I, I just find it endlessly fascinating. And Studio Ghibli is... Um, my Neighbor Totoro, House yeah, of yeah, the yeah. Castle. I, yeah, I know yeah. Studio Ghibli. Yeah, so it's that level of like beautifully done nice. artwork... But to to represent like the chess piece they use to hold up their table, yeah, right, <laughs> and, and how all the all the paintings in their little house are postage stamps. That's cute. Yeah, like it's all just adorable, and you couldn't have picked a better like animation studio to make that movie an animated feature. It's it's very different from the book and from the other versions, but yep. that's okay. Yeah, fair enough. Um, Change yeah. is good. Like, sometimes it's better to adapt it and make it different so it's not the same content. Yeah. It's just, it's a bit of a shame when that becomes, like, the dominant version of... Sure. ...of yeah. the feature. Like, when Studio Ghibli did Howl's Moving Castle, they, they left a whole lot out. They made Howl, like, a pretty boy, like uber good guy and the whole point is that it's this like this magical wizard turns out to be this football hooligan from Wales right okay <laughs> yeah like they missed yeah. the point and now yeah. the only version of House Moving Castle that most people know is the animated movie one and it's like yeah, yeah fair but enough. anyway so <laughs> so that that's that's my 2012 right do you want to hit us up with your 2013 I do I will say real quick I said last year was a bit lackluster this was actually the year I really struggled with yeah yeah this year was hard there was not a lot of good stuff this year i i just couldn't get past avengers every time i tried to justify anything avengers just kept coming up so i sort of stopped trying to in, with 2012 i actually got better though 2013 oh sorry i'm sorry yeah I the next that... year that we're now talking about yeah sorry that year was really hard i've got three things three mm. movies like that's how yeah. I don't know, little i saw or how yeah, my my list here is a little bit like there's there's a bigger gap between each number in my top five of quality. 
Well, um, here's up. What, what have you got? Well, on my number, my number one. Yeah. Is uh, is Walter Mitty. Walter Mitty's good. Walter Mitty is solid, yeah. and I keep remembering bits of it, and very uh, wholesome. And because that has Kristen Wiig sure. as the love interest, I think maybe. And I, I think remember. that was the first time I sort of went, "Oh shit, she's good." Mm, right. And then I saw like other things that she was bad in. She's and good in Bridesmaids. She's. I think she's good at everything that she does, but she's been in some bad movies. Uh, um, the worst movie she's probably been in I've seen is Ghostbusters. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And that's not necessarily her fault. It's mm. just you shouldn't do improv on a Ghostbusters movie. Anyway, that's either yeah. here nor there. The other three, yep. uh, other four movies on my list were much closer. Yeah. And again, I've talked about Walter Mitty a lot, but like, there's so there's so much in that movie that's just really good. And you it's almost just it. a visual journey. It is. It it's, really there's is. There's not a lot of story to it. It's just an experience this guy goes it's, on. It is an adventure film where... Without a goal. Yeah, there's no goal. And it's, yeah. Yeah, it's great like that. Um, the next four on my list are, are probably closer together than, than that and are probably all on the list for sort of the same reason. Yep. Or uh, maybe not. The next one's Iron Man 3. I've also got that as an honourable mention. Yep. Because yep. um, it's great. It's probably the best Iron Man movie besides Avengers. Yep. Um, and... Um, uh, yeah, besides Iron a, Man 1. Besides... Hmm, I was going to say besides Infinity War. No, but, but no, no, no. It's there. Besides Endgame. But that even then... Probably yeah. Iron Man at his best. Mm. Anyway. Anyway, The Book Thief was that year. Right, I haven't seen it. Uh, Jeffrey Rush and, and a little unknown girl um, in Nazi Germany looking after a, uh, a Jew it sounds in their interesting. Attic. It's good. Um, yeah, make you cry. Uh, right. Saving Mr. Banks, the sort of soft uh, yeah. biopic yeah, of yeah, P.L. Yeah. Travers. Very from, soft. Yeah. But apparently, not... like, the key details of it are correct. Yeah. Um, it's a little bit more Disney-fied than, than it should have been, probably. Nah. But it's a Disney movie, so you can't it, really... It is going to be Disney-fied. And it, well, and it has Tom Hanks playing Walt Disney, so... That's pretty good. There's... He was a perfect choice for that. Yeah, cool, because if anybody's going to make you like Walt Disney... It's Tom it's Hanks. Tom, it's Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks made me fall in love with the volleyball, Cal. <laughs> the last movie on this list is is Her... The one where Joaquin Phoenix oh, falls in love with his AI assistant. I haven't seen assistant. it. And I really should have. It's one of those movies that just meanders. And it's nice to like... It's a it's a slice of life movie. And it's nice yeah. to be there with Joaquin Phoenix at the time. And the ending is so bittersweet. That like... You, you feel horrible about it. Um, but everyone comes out of it okay. And I don't know how to really... It's, it's a very melancholy film. You really don't know how to feel about it. Yeah, right. Yeah. Interesting. I have to watch it. I, it's on my list. I just haven't got around mm. to it. But yeah, everybody should go and watch Walter Mitty. Yeah, Walter Mitty's great. Ben Stiller's best performance. Uh, it might be. Yeah. It's his most different performance for sure. Mm. Um, my list is like minimal. I've got The World's End as oh, an honorable yep. mention. Yep. That um, never really did it for me. I always thought Paul should have been. The I was going to say I liked it a lot, but it yeah. is the probably the worst of the Kinetto films. Yeah, but it's it's also the most different. Yeah, there's a, clearly a time gap between them making it. They didn't want to make just a silly fun movie. They wanted a bit of heart to it. But they also, I think they mixed up the casting choice. I think they should have swapped um, Simon Pegg and Nick Frost's roles. Maybe. I think that just suits their performance styles better. Maybe. I think they wanted to try something different. Yeah. Because usually it's the other way around. Yeah. 
And I think that's where they fucked up. Fair enough. I think it's still a really funny movie that's really well done. It is, but it's the worst of that trilogy. It is the worst of that trilogy. And it should have gone out in a bang. That's why, yeah. That's why it's an honourable mention. My favourite of this year was About Time. Okay. Um, Because I'm a sucker for rom-coms. Yes, you are. I'm a massive sucker for a rom-com. I don't even care. I I, I love a rom-com. Is there romance in it? Do they fall in love? I'm there for it. See, I'm I'm down for yeah, like romance movies. It's the com part that usually loses me. Right, There's so many tropes that just piss me off about that. See, genre. about time avoids a lot of them by having a really weird premise. Yeah, um, so, which is basically that the men in this family mm-hmm. um, have the ability to time travel. Yeah, um, the time travel rules are silly because um, it's you go back into your younger self and then come back forward. Yeah. Um, and it's never too confusing, and it's never really about the time travel. Mm. Like, he uses it to get a girlfriend, but the romance is still very much, um, like, fully explored, and, like, he mm. does it. It's not like he cheats his way. It's, he's just, he, you know, he's making it easy for himself. It's like in any romance story, you're using your, adva- you know, your perks, whether you're funny or whatever, you know, to you know for you know get a relationship with someone i'm <laughs> you're making this sound this way rapier yeah than it be. yeah yeah in concept it is but it's really well executed <laughs> um and the cast is great it's donald gleason um okay who plays hux in the star wars movies oh, okay yep uh and he's very funny it's got uh bill nye in it oh, okay, um cool. rachel mcadams yep um it's just a very heartfelt movie with some really powerful emotional beats and a silly concept that kind of keeps you engaged throughout. Um, and I just had to put a rom-com in here because I love a rom-com. And I think that's one of the better ones from the last decade. Fair enough. I Yeah, you can tell that you like rom-coms and I don't. <laughs> I do like rom-coms. I like rom-coms a lot. How do you like 2014, Sam? Uh, 2014 was a big year. So yep. I... Um, couple of my honourable... Very action-heavy. My mm. honourable mentions were Captain America the Winter Soldier. Yep. Um, and John Wick. Yep. Which I know you haven't seen. I haven't but, seen, but um, yeah, fair enough. If you like action movies, John Wick is, like, quintessential. Yeah. Um, and obviously Captain America the Winter Soldier is probably the best MCU movie. Yep. Well... Uh, you could make a solid argument for it. You could make a solid argument it. for it. Um, yeah. But Dawn of the Planet of the Apes is my choice for best movie fair enough. that year. Yeah, I mean, um, that was the one that I watched and went, oh, okay, I need to go back and watch the first one. Yeah, so Rise of the Planet of the Apes was a good movie that was, like, surprising. Mm. It was like, wow, that's really good. Well, I'm so, su- like, how I'm is... so surprised. Cause and what then Dawn of the Planet of the... That was um, 2011. They left, is... a, they left a nice gap there. Point is, who went... Oh, 2011? Good year for a Planet of the Apes movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no No one. <laughs> And, like, that was a dead franchise. Yeah. And then Rise of the Planet of the Apes made people go, oh, actually, you know, this is a fun prequel to that. The mm. prequel doesn't quite match up. Mm. And then they made Dawn, and they're like, this isn't a prequel, this is its own thing, and it's mm. fucking incredible, and yeah. fuck you. Yeah. Like, the look of the apes in that... They're pretty good in Rise, mm. but in Dawn, it's incredible. Yeah. It's absolutely incredible the effects they do. Yeah, the um, second the only to like eyes. war. Yeah, yeah, second only to war. Yeah, um, and the evolution of the story and the world was perfect. Yep. Um, and obviously the whole 
you know, the whole story itself was very good. You know, it's got the betrayal within the, you know, within Ape Kind. It's that yep. tension between two species. Yep. Really interesting way to continue the Planet of the Apes franchise. And visually really nice. Like this overgrown, yeah. like rusted out post-apocalyptic city. Great. It was nice to see as opposed to sandy desert wasteland bullshit. Which we apocalypse. see a lot. And yeah. the goal is to turn on this dam for power. Yeah. Simple. Like, just basic, yeah. And then, But then the apes are afraid of that because they're like, that's where the humans literally get their power from the power. Mm. Like, obviously, the metaphor's a little on the nose, but mm. it's excellent. Yeah. And that scene where um, the co- Cobra? Yeah. Cobra, I think, the bad ape. Yeah. Um, uh, like, kills those two humans. Yeah. Oh, like, where he's, like, when being he's, like, all doing silly, the, the circus He grabs tricks. the gun and he's like, fuck you. <laughs> so good. Oh, man. Like, that, the, I love how, like, the downfall of the apes in that scenario yeah. is the same downfalls that humans have. Yeah. And, like, the humans are seen as relatively good people um, because they're working together. Like, it shows us the best and worst of humanity without making humans just the evil bastards in the story. Yeah, and then they are in the war. But I kind of like the evolution of the humans in these movies. Yeah. How it starts with, you know... Rises, humans are standard, but they cause their own destruction. Pretty yeah. standard for humans. Yeah. Then the second one is humans are trying to like rebuild mm. humanity, but there's now these two species that are trying to coexist. The mm. third one is humans want to wipe out other species because revenge. Yeah. Um, but I like the evolution in war of the disease making humans mute. Yeah. Because um, that also ties in nicely to what ends up happening in yeah. this. I kind of hope they make another one where the humans return on that spaceship that was sent in Rise. Yeah. Like, make it a reboot while also a sequel. Yeah. That's totally fine. I'd watch another one of these. Yeah. I think they're going to make one. And I hope it's I hope it's good. hope it continues that. That's good. What's you got for 2014, Cal? This was a bit of a sparse year. Um, like there were a couple of like, like you were right. Action movies really did sort of, um, make the top, like my, uh, my top one was Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. Um, yep, because enough. nothing has changed the way movies are done now as much as Guardians of the Galaxy does. It's up there. Yeah. yeah it yeah. really took us out of the, like the grim, dark, realistic world of like, and the... now every trailer has like an 80 soundtrack. Yeah. And everything is bright and colorful and fun. For th- oh, thank God, because fuck man, it got dark and dreary. where every trailer was. Boom. I mean, it's still, but but those movies don't do as well anymore. No, they're and the, they shouldn't. The Inception films that all started with Inception. Mm, yeah, but there was like the the noise definitely did, but the doom 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 yeah. doom 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 has well, been going around for fucking ages. So like that first Suicide Squad trailer though, and I was like, uh, yeah. oh, is this the real life? Yeah. But like, yeah, the Guardians of the Galaxy trailer, I'm pretty sure was one of the most watched trailers ever at the time. And it's, it's like this movie it's has, still yeah. parodied that trailer. <laughs> well, and it's just, it's just stuck with me for so long. I don't remember seeing that movie with a bunch of people. Mm. Um, and it was like you guys. Maybe. Yeah. And it established... We didn't start the podcast, but I think maybe we started watching movies. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Maybe with Aaron. And it started this, like, visual tone for what the MCU was going to be like mm. in space. Yes. Like, And so when the Guardian stuff turns up in Infinity War, you know immediately, like, before 
anything else has happened. Yeah. When you hear the soundtrack, you go, okay, cool. We're in space with the Guardians. Yeah. That's what this is going to be yep. like now. Spot on. My my second one yep. was Kingsman. Good movie. Cause and that kind of did the similar thing where it finally stopped the... As much as I like John Wick, John Wick is fantastic, but John Wick was good because it was doing that hard action um, with a frame pulled back so you could mm. actually see it. And it, yeah. But Kingsman was kind of the first one that was like, alright, Bourne is dead. Yeah. James Bond's done it twice and it's already tiresome. Yeah. Let's make a fun yes, action movie. Yes, a fun spine. And movie. then they fucked it in the second round and they did the same thing those movies do, but in a comedic way, which was dumb. Another one on this list was Edge of Tomorrow, the Live, Die, Repeat Ah, oh, that movie's movie. so good. Edge it's of way great. better than it deserves to be. Yeah. Um, uh, and and then the, the other two aren't action movies. I had Lego Movie. Good movie. And The Theory of Everything, the biopic about Stephen Hawking. Right. Great movie. Um, it's, it's written from his wife's perspective. So it... Uh, there's a, a Theory lot of, of Everything's great. That's one of Brian's favourite movies. There's a lot of the movie that feels like, oh, you think your life's hard? Try being married to Stephen Hawking. <laughs> and it's like, come on. <laughs> You're married to Stephen Hawking. <laughs> um, but yeah. Uh, yeah, so that... Yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy was my pick for 2014. Fair enough. What uh, year's uh, next? Uh, oh, so, oh, yeah, because you already did 2014, didn't you? Yeah, so yep. I'm moving on to 2015. Yes. The year that we know exactly what I was going to pick. Even if you didn't know what... It is. As soon as I say it, you'll be like, yeah, Well, no, course. I know. It's Turbo Kid. It's Turbo Kid. Yeah. Because that came out in 2015, and uh, nothing even holds a candle, except Mad Max, the best Turbo Kid Which movie is my one. isn't Turbo Kid. Mad Max to your own. That's my pick <laughs> for the best movie of the year. 2015 being known as, like, the year of good Mad Max movies is fine by me. Like, that, man. The like, only other thing on my list was The Martian. Same. Like, I well, I mean, I had The Martian on my list. Uh, I had Paper Towns on my list as well. The Ugh, I didn't uh, like Paper Towns. They sang the Pokemon theme song in it. Oh, Cal. <laughs> that... <laughs> they all, the they, all they did is just grab my heartstrings and pull on them. Yeah, and they're just like, pull, pull. And, uh, and Inside Out was also on the list. Inside Out was great. Inside but... Out was really good. But it, it, it was Turbo Kid, Mad Max, The Martian. Was yeah, mine was Mad Max, The Martian. Mad Max Fury Road was just unpre- like what the how how did they reinvigorate that franchise and also make the best one so so perfectly. There's arguments for t- that the Road Warrior is better, but but the Road Warrior is just it's a toned down Fury Road. It is because there's, there's less of a chase. It is more of a battle. It yeah, it's it's more a it's actually more a hold your ground and then flee kind of thing. This is a just a straight up yeah. But that's the thing. It's it's a movie where they drive to a place and then turn around and drive back. That's the whole plot. Yeah. And it's in completely engaging the entire way through. And tense. Like, With minimum dialogue. Yeah. And it doesn't... It gives you enough time to breathe. Yeah. And enough time to be like, holy shit, this is so cool. Yep. And, and it's just such a perfectly realised world. Yep. I think that until... That movie came out until the, until we hit 2015. We hadn't gotten everything right technology technology wise to be able to make a Mad Max movie. Fun fact: This was also the year the podcast started. Oh yeah, March 2015. Fair enough. I mean, 
this is still a short list of movies compared to 2016 and beyond. For me, it's mostly because I'm like, The Martian is great, it deserves an honourable mention, but Mad Max... Like, well, I'm listing all I... the movies that I watched yeah, I as know. well. So my list is about the same that. as the previous years. And then 2016, like the first full year of the podcast, is like twice as long. Twice as yeah, many movies right. I watched. This, this year we did a lot of like wrap-up episodes we did a lot of here's all of doctor who here's all of yeah yeah this, we did, all of that and we did more tv early on we did a lot of more tv early on despite mm. being called the video shop <laughs> you get tv at a video shop mm. sure. anyway um, <laughs> we still do a little bit of tv but... we've both talked about our movies now so <laughs> yeah i know but it's just oh okay you know, you know what else happened in 2015 what fan four stick let's, uh, let's have in a memoriam in memoriam for, <laughs> for, for um, fox <laughs> Josh Trank's career. Oh, <laughs> oof. Take that. Man. Actually, was... he, I don't know if he made another movie that uh, for the rest of the day. I think he's got stuff lined up. I'm, he's, he's, he's here for a, for a comeback. Mm. I mean, and... Because there were some other good movies that came out that year. Um, like... Uh, uh, pfft, like, yeah, no. Nah, no. <laughs> <laughs> that is... was a genuine journey. Yeah. <laughs> so I realised that I'd written Ted 2 instead of Ted. And right. Ted 2 wasn't as good as the first yeah, one. Yeah, but Ted 2's actually pretty good. Mockingjay Part 2 was one of the most disappointing finales to a, se- yeah. to a thing in a long time. I thought the second Hunger Games was actually quite good. I was quite disappointed by the third. Yeah, um, Hateful Eight was is possibly the worst Tarantino movie. Oh, that movie's so boring. It's fine, but it's just Not so boring. It, you're right, it's it is so boring. So boring. Um, yeah. That's pretty much it. Like, the the first new Star Wars movie came out that year. Ah, uh, you see, that probably... Des- the Force Awakens is actually quite good. It's it probably deserves an honourable mention. Fine. I'm glad you brought it up, Cal. Force Awakens, honourable mention. Boo. Also, The Lobster. With, uh... Movie's fucked. Cole. <laughs> Movie's fucked up. It is fucked up. That ending can Don't go- watch it. No, don't watch it. And Avengers I'm like, 2. hey, what a great movie, but also go fuck yourself. <laughs> Is what what I said to the movie. <laughs> and also Avengers 2 came out that year. Eh, Avengers 2's fine. It's fine, yeah. Uh, you should do 2016. Alright. Um, couple of... Alright, my, my actual pick is Hunt for the Wilder People. Oh, I fucking missed, <laughs> missed that one! Damn it! It's phenomenal, that it's movie. It's so good. If you haven't seen it, go watch Hunt for the Wilder People. Sam Neill kills it. It's a fun adventure. It's got moments of real levity, real stake, real amusement, um, romance. Dare I say, um, it's it's brilliant. It's Taika Waititi at his very best. It's it's a very good movie, and it would have been in my top five if, if you'd remembered it. If I'd remembered it, but it wasn't listed in my um, in the Wikipedia article. Maybe it's because of Kiwi movie, I don't know. Maybe. It might not have counted as a full American theatrical release. Yeah, maybe. Maybe it might not have got a full theatrical release in the US. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Um, That sort of fucked me out of that one. Some of my follow-up nominations was The Nice Guys. Oh, yep, that's Um, on my list. Yep, Moana. Yep. Probably near the top of your list. Yep. And Captain America Civil War. That is also on my list. What is also on my list is Deadpool. Deadpool's good. I don't know. Deadpool, I've kind of... it again. It's more that, like, it impacted on. me. At the time, I was all about it. I'm a mm. bit cold on the 
Deadpool brand now. I think it's just because I found Deadpool 2 incredibly draining. And these these aren't even... like Especially the honourable mentions aren't movies like go and see them. It was movies like, holy shit, I really enjoyed watching those at the time. Yeah. And that's what that year is represented by. But go see Hunt for the Wilderpeak. Definitely go see the, <laughs> our top picks. Like, all the, the top picks, definitely go and see them. But there's things on here like I have... Um, Oh, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? I've got Star Trek Beyond. That's Star a Trek... better movie than than Deadpool. Um, yeah. Yeah, like, Star Trek down. Beyond was good. What a f- actually a fun movie. A few disappointing ones, like the Magnificent Seven reboot. That was bad. Didn't see it. Uh, it yes, bad. I think you nope. saw it with me. Nope. Okay. Haven't uh, seen it. Unless I went, slipped through it, <laughs> and then left and completely forgot I went at all. They did a Ratchet and Clank movie, which oh, should have yeah, been yeah, my yeah, yeah. absolute jam, and they Fucked it up. Of course they did. They're they, always gonna. And because they fucked up Ratchet and Clank's relationship. How the fuck do you fuck that up? Uh, there was also Suicide Squad and Sausage Party and Ugh. like a bunch of just crap. Assassin's Ugh. Creed was crap. Ugh. It was a crap year, man. <laughs> that was the first full year we did too. And we didn't once talk for Hunt, about, Hunt for the Wilder People that I know. year. I'm so Bullshit. Bullshit. But my number one yeah. uh, was Moana. I, I thought it might My be. number two was Zootopia, and I was tossing up. Yeah, that's fair enough. Because, God damn, make way, Zootopia... Make way, Because Zootopia is a better movie. It just is a better movie. I don't think I like it as much as Moana, though. I know, right? <laughs> Moana is just so likeable. Yeah. And I don't know what even it though is. It's a, uh, even though Moana's kind of just a series of songs... Yeah. Yeah, it, it's it very much like a stage a play, almost. Yeah. But it's just so gosh damn... It's just charming. And, charming, and, that's the exact word for And it. Moana is just solid the whole way. She, her, like, her actual journey through the ocean mm-hmm. um, is, she's nervous, but she gets shit done. Yep. Like, she's, there are so many movies that you see where they go, oh, this, pro- the protagonist of this thing is brave. And it's like, well, they're not brave unless they were scared in the first place. No, and the only brave character is the character from the movie Brave. <laughs> God damn Why do you think it's called Brave? For fuck's sake, Sam. <laughs> um, um, but no, and Moana's was great because I know, but it's about a, a culture we haven't really seen on screen before. Yeah. So it's always, it's it's nice to just have that kind of variety because it's a really interesting culture. Mm. Well, and and I'm really... not saying I'm just sick of seeing European castles, but... Yeah, I mean... It's nice to see some variety. Yeah, yeah. It's nice to see fantasy done in a different sort of language. And, like, I think what I like the most is just that it has this escapism idea. Yeah. It, like, it holds on to the idea that it's an honourable thing to do to to travel and to to learn how to be self-sufficient and go off on your own and do stuff. Yep. Which is something that I... It always resonated with me more than, you know, the opposite, I guess. Yeah, fair um, enough. But yeah, so that that movie was great. And yeah, that's why it's on the top of my list. But definitely go see Zootopia as well. Yeah, absolutely. You um, You want to hit us off with 2017, Did Cal? I just do two? Or did... It doesn't matter. Nothing matters. No, because matters. you spoke last, so I yeah. started that one. Yeah, fair enough. Um, okay. Uh, so, 2017... <sighs> This was this pretty is good the, year. It was a fucking solid year. This is the only time when I have two ties in my top five, Ooh. which is for spot four and five, which is Colossal and Happy Death Day. Right, they are they are neck and neck. Colossal is so good. Everyone should see Colossal. I haven't seen it. Um, I have to see it. 
yeah, uh, it's so hard to talk about without spoiling it. Yeah, right. But is it Jason Sudeikis? Sure. I think it's his name. The comedian. Yeah, he's like, he's yeah. normally does comedy. He does a really sort of like really wholesome but dark role in this. It's it's hard to. Fun fact: he's yeah. a son of a bitch. <laughs> oh yeah. If you've watched the last episode of The Mandalorian. <laughs> Uh, spoilers for Colossal, he might be a bit of a son of a bitch in here too. Um, and, and Happy Death Day was so surprisingly good. You liked it a lot more than I did, which was interesting <laughs> for a horror movie. It's just because... That's maybe why. It was a horror movie that took its premise and didn't go, Ugh, I'm stuck in a time loop, this is so dark and edgy. It went, oh, I'm going to have a bit of fun with this. It yeah. was Groundhog Day, but I th- if I, there was a I think my problem with it was I wanted them to have more fun with it. I'm like, yeah. So I was expecting a horror movie. Splats. You were expecting Groundhog Day. So I was su- pleasantly surprised when I got Groundhog Day. <laughs> and you were like, oh, this is just Groundhog Day. I'm just saying Groundhog Day was more violent than Happy Death Day. And had darker scenes. Oh, uh, when he punched that guy in the face. Oh, uh, it was great. More like when he like jumped in a bath with a toaster well, and threw himself off a building. Killed a hedgehog, a hedgehog, a groundhog for no reason. <laughs> it's literally called Groundhog Day, Sam. Get it together. God damn it. Um, and number five, uh, Okja. Oh, yeah. It was tied with Your Name, which is an anime movie you can watch on Netflix at the moment. I will not, but Okja was excellent. Okja was great, and I would say Your Name is just as good. And it's sort of a rom-com. Oh, well, you've piqued my interest. But what will pique your interest more, Sam? It's a body swap movie. Oh, you're ticking all the boxes. <laughs> a body swap romance. It is I'm, a body swap rom-com. I'm, I'm, I'm there. And then it has a really good ending. Like there really is a, ending. There is a, an American film called It's a Boy-Girl Thing. Uh, yeah, I think I have heard of that. Where like a guy and a girl swap bodies and then they fall in love. Yeah. Oh, it's real bad. <laughs> but <laughs> because, I, it's fun bad, I think. Because your, your name really emphasises how... like. A relationship that you have with another person, a romantic relationship that you have with another person, um, is meant to complete both of you. Yeah, It's right. meant to hold up your weaknesses with your partner. Yeah, And cool. so when they swap bodies and they're living each other's lives and their lives are becoming better because they are embracing the yeah. aspects of the other person. Cool. Yeah, nice. <laughs> it becomes so good. And then so when they go back to their own bodies... Yeah, they're living a better life because they have learnt what it's like to be the other person. It's, it's everything good about a body swap movie mm. and everything good about a romance. Yeah, and for some reason, it hasn't been done that that well in other things. If yeah. it ever has been done, um, interesting. Yeah, and yeah, so it's really good. Your name should definitely be watched, but that's not even in my top three. <laughs> like yeah. twenty seventeen was a good year. Get Out was number three. Yep, because of course it is. You've heard us talk about Get Out. Baby Driver was number two. Baby Driver's pretty good. Because I'm I was a bit su- cold on it when it came out. I'm but just such a sucker for musicals. Yep. So, Even though I, it's not a musical. It, it is a musical. It's kind of a musical. It's absolutely a musical. And Ragnarok was my top pick. Thor Ragnarok is great. Um, On the list for 2017, I have Spider-Man Homecoming. Yep. Fantastic. Fair enough. I wanted to put it on this list, but I just sort of went, no, I just, I just like Ragnarok more. It's fair enough. Um, War of the Planet of the Apes. Of course. Mentioned for me. And I, that was, it was, I just, Close. I couldn't bring myself to knock off something that made me happier. Yeah. From my course. list. Of course. Yeah. Um, The Last Jedi. Um, Fair enough. Which you I, like that sort of I was going to say, yep. <laughs> and I've warmed on that movie more and more. Yeah. Particularly in light of the last, I well, think, particularly in light of watching it again with the, 
with the you know, the freedom of time to kind of dwell mm. on it for like two years. And then I watch it since it came out. I'm watching it again. I'm like, I like this a lot more than I did. Also, interestingly, I saw a poll on um, Twitter. Mm. Um, and like a Polish was... person. What? Mm? Like a Polish person. No, it was a poll by Star Wars News Net. Okay. On uh, Twitter. And yep. it was, which of the sequel trilogy is your favourite yep. um, Star Wars movie? And Last Jedi was pulling ahead of the other two. That's good, man. Yeah. Cause... But also... Would have been nice if that had happened prior to this new one, so they didn't like shy away from it so much. Well, this is the thing that film executives need to know, and I know it's because they're old and they're not on the internet. Yeah, but the things that you hear the most aren't necessarily the truth. Nope, when it's the pe- loudest minority. Yes, that's all it is, yeah. and you need to take that into account with everything Literally that you do. Everything. Yep. Like yeah. Anyway. Um, um, so the last Jedi is up there, but my my pick has to be Get Out. Yeah, solid movie, man. Because um, there, it ticked all the boxes for as far as movies I like. It's so intense. Yeah, and I just had I think I've spoken on the podcast before about how good a viewing experience I had. Yeah, the cinema like filled with people. <laughs> for what? Like it's one of the few times I can say the audience enhanced my experience of the movie. Yeah, because often an audience is either enhancing or it's a drawback. Mm. Um, usually it's a drawback because there's some dickhead on their phone or a couple that's clearly going to go fuck after the movie. Just mm. go do it now instead of watching the movie, mm. you sons of bitches. <laughs> um, that's a specific reference to a couple in Dr. Sleep that definitely <laughs> left that left early <laughs> before the movie was over. Left I'm a like, wet spot on the seats. Uh, gross. gross. <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, it's... Um, yeah, Get Out was just... Fabulous. And just so psychologically intense. Yeah. The sunken place is the creepiest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. It was... It was, And there's a couple of like... Yeah. Like jump scares, but... There's... I think there were two. Like, there, there yeah, weren't that many. Yeah, there's literally a couple. Yeah. Um, and they're relatively inoffensive. The scarier bits are, you're right, the sunken place mm. and the um, grandpa running... Yeah, the main character with just no sense of being tired, like proper Terminator Two. Yeah, yeah, fucking horrifying. And then it's 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 a movie that actually makes you like happy at the end. Oh, like, the sense of relief. The relief is so yeah, good, and the the breath of like, <sighs> yeah. It was nearly going to have the opposite ending, and I'm glad it didn't. Yeah, I am glad for that too. Yeah. Um, 2018, shall we move on? Yeah, Last year. yeah, let's go. What at what time are we at, out of curiosity? Uh, we are at one hour and 58 minutes. We're, we're at 58, 58 minutes. 58 minutes? We have absolutely... What did I tell you? you Type we 45. We blasted this out. I am genuinely shocked. <laughs> I told you I told you we would. You so, have little so faith let's in let's spend the next hour talking about 2018. All right, okay. So that we it's fresh in my memory. Um, yeah. So I saw A Quiet Place. Yep. Excellent uh, upgrade. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. It was like Venom if it was good. <laughs> um, uh, Black Klansman was um, brilliant. Mm. Uh, they're my honourable mentions. Adam Driver, man. Excellent so actor. So good. He's so good. Best part of those new Star Wars movies. And I stand by the best Star Wars villain we've ever... At least the most interesting Star Wars villain we've had. Like, you know, in the mainstream movies. Yeah. Darth Maul may be the coolest. Darth Vader the most intimidating. But as far as the most interesting character to watch... Mm. Adam Driver's Kylo Ren, excellent. Yeah. Um, best movie of the year though is Into the Spider Verse. 
Sam, 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 <laughs> Sam, Sam. You were worried. I was worried that we were going to have the same movie. You were like, no, nah, it's not going to happen. It fucking happened. Well, I'm surprised it took... I'm not that surprised it took it this long. And if it's going to be a movie that happens, it's going to be into the Spider-Verse, oh, isn't it? Dude, it's so good. I watched it again the other day. Yeah. And I don't want it to be like, you know, oh, he just watched it recently, so it's really sinking in. But holy shit, it is just... It's beautiful to watch. It's a, it's Scott Pilgrim level it's cool. visual yeah. art. If yeah. I buy it on Blu-ray. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. it's the sort of movie that I'd play on mute, on repeat, like projected onto my ceiling forever. There was a, a question posed on Twitter the other day. Yeah. Um, you know, the most important places for questions, and it's for a million dollars, what movie would you watch for twenty four hours straight? Mm. Into the Spider Verse. Oh, I I would pay <laughs> a million dollars not a million it. but yeah I, I'd pay a million uh, pay, bleh, 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 I'd pay some money god damn it I'd pay money you could just do it without paying money I mean I probably could yeah because I downloaded it illegally I mean rent port, purchased it I bought it <laughs> ah bad bloke cow. can I just did I say Logan for last year oh I don't think we mentioned Logan I, I, I just I, I don't like going back but we should go back and just say Logan man because Logan, Logan was like on track to win muffins. I think it's just that we are human and tried to give it to things that made us happy rather than things that well, made us just tired. Logan was the perfect end to the X-Men franchise yeah. at Fox. Yeah. Uh, don't worry about Dark Phoenix. Yeah, that didn't happen. <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, didn't. Um, yeah. And yeah, so Disney, um, Disney taking over I was okay with because I felt like that was a natural end to the... To that series, and, and as much as I would like to see more characters with like um, X twenty three, I'm happy for that franchise to rest there. It was just such a good movie, bit of a downer, but so good. It, it's the sort of movie that just sort of had to happen. Yeah, like it, it was the Mad Max of the X Men world, and it just so everyone was all so tired. Yeah. Yeah, and when they saw that movie, and it's like, oh fuck, even Wolverine's tired. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This guy whose whole deal is that he can live through fucking anything, and he's struggling. And Hugh Jackman nailed it. Probably oh. should have got a probably should have got an Oscar for it. But yeah, um, while while we're going back and doing sort of honorable mentions before we get to this year's stuff, you it, oh, oh yeah, you did mention your favorite for eighteen for twenty eighteen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I, I somehow missed like. It's almost as bad as Missing Hunt for the Wilder People. There's a movie with Zoe Kazan and Daniel Radcliffe called What If on Netflix. What If yeah. is fantastic. It's so good. It's a rom-com, so good. I'm honestly not sure if it would have knocked off Guardians from the top of my list. Uh, I probably wouldn't have put it above Guardians, I but don't it's a pretty so, solid rom-com. But it definitely would have edged out Edge of Tomorrow from my top five. Fair. Um, and god damn, like, if you want just, like, an adorable movie, and what reminded me of it was talking about Adam Driver. Yeah, for, yeah, and fair enough. he's so good in that. Because he's good in everything he's and, done. And Daniel Radcliffe is good in that more than you think he would be. He's pretty good actor, like, he's done a lot of real weird stuff. And there was a bit, it was a bit touch and go at the end of the Harry Potter franchise, like, is this guy any good? Or he is did he Harry, he, I was gonna say, he did Harry Potter well. Like he did what that character was meant to be well, but, yeah, but that character is a, shit. That character is a vessel for an audience to read through the eyes of, right? Yeah, yeah. It's the same problem that they that um, Jennifer Lawrence Fishburne had with um, with 
Hunger Games is that her character is supposed to be very stoic intentionally yeah. so that you don't really go into her psyche too much yeah, when you're reading the book. acting he has to do is probably in Order of the Phoenix. Yeah. Harry Potter gets the most flawed. Yeah. Um, probably the best book, actually. But uh, that's beside the point. 2018, yeah, did you have any other nominations for that year? For 2018, hang on, I've got to get... I was trying to remember the name of that What If movie. So I was Googling stuff. So I had Into it's the Spider-Verse. something else, I think. I think overseas in my overseas, But in, I don't know. Infinity War was number two. Infinity War absolutely deserves a mention. Um, it's just that I Into the Spider-Verse was so fucking good. And it felt like part one. And it left me tense and not happy. No, but that was kind of the point. And the, it like, was definitely and the point of that movie. And to it, them for doing it. And if this list was a list of good movies that achieve what they wanted to achieve, it would be a completely no, different list. This is the movie that I to... like the best. <laughs> Into the Spider-Verse. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's got nothing to do with whether it's a good movie or not. It's about how it made me feel. And it's also a fantastic film. So How, good. like, the, the way it was told, the it was funny, clever, the animation was stellar. Yeah. Yeah, and I, guess I, I bought it on Blu-ray. I think the only thing I can really compare it to is um, is Scott Pilgrim. Yeah, uh, I would say the Lego Movie. Oh, or the Lego Batman Movie. Yeah, the Lego Batman Movie might is be the more closest accurate. thing I can compare it to. And the only reason that's a peg down from Into the Spider Verse is, as much as I, I, I adore Lego, but the uniqueness of the animation style and the way they've made it comic booky mm. in Into the Spider Verse is just. So cool. And a little bit of it felt like an ad for all the things that Warner Brothers owned. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, the Lego Batman one. Yeah. yeah. As much as I enjoyed all of those ads. Oh, totally. And they had Daleks in there somehow, which was cool. Yeah, that was great. Um, British robots, they called them. <laughs> I wonder if they asked the BBC or if they just were like, we'll do it and see if they well, notice. Because they would have gone to the guy who owns them. Because uh, the BBC don't own them. That's right. Um, or he's dead. It's his estate. Well, you know, but yeah. yeah. I didn't mean they went and shook him up and went, hey, yeah, oi, no, oi. <laughs> I assume one of them brought him back to life. Yeah. Remember, I should put a little makeup. Um, Ready Player One was in my top three. Fair enough. Was, I, uh, yeah, I'm kind of neutral on that one, but... It was just so fun yep. to watch at the time. Um, Aquaman is number four. And I know you've gone cold on Aquaman as well. I was always cold on Aquaman. Cal. Uh, I came out of that no, movie. No, I'm pretty sure you came out of it saying to me, Cal, this is the best DC movie ever and this is great. I think what um, I said was, Cal, this is a dead fish of a movie. Um, <laughs> I fucking love Aquaman. I really just don't understand why you don't like I'm, it. I, it's, a, it's a series of events, oh. but no one's singing. So it's yeah, no Moana. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> fair enough. Oh man, can we get bloody old mate in Moana 2? Um... Now I can't remember his name, god damn it. Andy Circus. No! Bloody old mate Aquaman. Oh, um, Jason. Jason Momoa. That's it. Get him into, get him in, in, in Moana too. Yeah. Uh, number five was Bad Times of the El Royale. Yeah, that movie was good. I, was it, yeah. I, I had a really good time watching it. Yeah. I, and it edged out Bumblebee. Or Bumblebee, I think I like more. Bumblebee was like so surprisingly good. Yeah, that was... Like, I like the first Transformers and then none of the rest. And then Bumblebee's like, hey, do you want a really solid movie? Mm. Here you go. Yeah. Like, wow. Here's a picture right. of Herbie. Like, yeah. Let's just do Herbie again. But yeah. it's an alien. It's, ador- it's an adorable alien. Yep. And uh, Overlord was... Overlord was good. I liked it, Overlord. It was vying but... for Spot 5 for a little bit. But yep. I couldn't really justify no, it. Fair enough. 
Um, yeah. Um, now so, that brings us to this, this year, year, which is awkward because we haven't done our muffin awards. I know. Yet. So this is coming out on New Year's, and next week we're doing the muffin awards. Yeah. And when I say next week, you and I are doing it in ten minutes. Yeah. But um, for the so, audience, it's next week. So if you don't want any spoilers for the Muffin Awards, you're welcome to stop now, go listen to them and come back. I don't think you should, though, because like I said, this list isn't about the best movie. It's about the one that I like the most. I've got one film listed for 2019, Cal, <laughs> on both this and the Muffins Awards. Oh, fair enough, <laughs> then. Um, okay. What do you got, Sam? Or was it meant to be me? I don't remember anymore. I don't it remember, but Knives Out oh. is... Fuck, man. It's so close between my top three. It is so close. All right, can I, let me guess. Yeah. Uh, so, I'm guessing Knives Out is on there. Knives Out is definitely on there. Endgame's probably on there. Endgame is on there. I'm guessing Rise of Skywalker isn't on is there. Is not on there, that is correct. <laughs> That's on my um, other list. <laughs> my oh, shit for, for list. The, I was going to say, our, <laughs> our least favourite movie of the decade. Uh, of... Time, yes, the least favorite movie of all time, <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> um, I, I'm, I, I, I forgot. My mind's gone blank. What else? Came as, soon, out this year? as soon as I say it, you'll be like, oh, "Of course, that's absolutely what Cal would pick." Shazam. Fuck, I forgot it came out yeah. this year. So much came out this year. Yeah, it was a really big year, and so much of it was garbage. I, as I was doing my Muffin Award nominations, it was I like pretty I, hard. This I year. wrote in all the movies that we covered. Mm-hmm. And then I wrote out all the movies that we covered that were bad, <laughs> and it was a bit more than half. Yeah, it was a fucking trash year. It was weird. So it was like a it was like a shit sandwich. Mm. We got the nicest, crispest bread on each end of this year, <laughs> and then we just literally put a, a, a turd, a, a in, turd the, yeah. in there, and we had a turd <laughs> inside the nicest sourdough you've ever had. But there were some really surprisingly good movies on there, and I'm yeah. not going to spoil too many. For the, I, I'm only going to do my top five. Yep. There's a few there that I was like, holy shit, they had no reason to be good, and they were good. There are a couple so of movies. there's the surprising muffin coming towards them, probably. Yep. Um, but Little Monsters is on my list. Yep, Little Monsters is great. And Dora the Explorer. Dora the Explorer is great. So good. You should definitely go see all those movies, and Knives Out, and Endgame, and absolutely Shazam. Yep, I agree. Shazam might be the best DC movie that exists. Full stop. I watched it again like two days ago. Yeah, and it might be. I'm like, not. There's no Batman movie that's as true to the character as this one is to Shazam. Nope. There's no, um, there's no movie that nails the extended universe connections without without poisoning the actual movie. I think you're forgetting about Batman vs Superman, Cal. <laughs> That's also on my <laughs> other list. Um, uh, yeah, no, that's fair enough. Yeah, so, man, if it only had some songs, Shazam would just be, like, genetically engineered to make me Wonder it. Woman is pretty close, but it's an entirely different movie. And the end which just probably, doesn't hold it up. The end to Shazam is better than the start, and the it's sh- the opposite for Wonder Woman. The Shazam fam is so good. But the start, right? The, the movie, start's good. The like, movie opens with him tricking the cops into the pawn shop, and yeah. then stealing the information yeah. to find his mum in the car. And they're donuts. Yeah. <laughs> it's solid, man. Yeah, it's pretty good. And the family are just so adorable. They're the foster so adorable. parents are the I best. Love- I don't think there's a bad thing in that movie, damn it. Yeah, I, watching it again, I came out of it kind of... I came out going, yeah, that was really good. And I think it was. Mm. Um, I still think 
Shazam and Billy Batson are a little disconnected. Yeah, um, they are a little. That's my only criticism. Yeah, and I, ju- I just want another one, man. I just, I just I want. They're gonna make one, Cal. It's on the cards. I fucking hope so, man. It's listed as the DC movie that they're making. <laughs> the DC movie, the one. <laughs> they're like, we're just making one, guys. Cool. What are your favorite movies of the last decade? Or are we gonna go through and try and make a, a, well, a number one? Maybe we should go time? through. So for 2010, and just like say our top one. Yeah. So 2010, I had Tangled. Scott Pilgrim. Uh, 2011, I had Attack the Block. Rango. 2012, I had Moonrise Kingdom. Avengers. 2013, I had About Time. Walter Mitty. 14, I had Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. Guardians of the Galaxy. 15, I had Mad Max Fury Road. I had Turbo Kid. 16, I had Hunt for the Wilder People. Moana. 17, I had Get Out. Ragnarok. Ragnarok. 18, I had Into the Spider-Verse. Into the Spider-Verse. 19, I had Knives Out. And Shazam. I think I like more basic bitch movies than you, which is weird. Weird, (laughs) huh? I was going to say, you're all like, I'm a Marvel fanboy. That's you. Yeah, sure. <laughs> what didn't beat Avengers? It was Arietti. I think it's only because it doesn't hold up to the book. Mm. Anyway. <laughs> um, yeah, that's... Did I have any Marvel movies on mine? End of the Spider-Verse, I guess. No MCU movies, though. No. But uh, they're, like, they're fantastic, amazing movies. There are just other movies that I think I'm going to have like, long-term, more positive feelings towards. And the other thing is, it took me way longer to do this list than I thought, and... Yeah, it was harder than I thought, too. And look, I might even, at the final hour, I might even move What If up to Guardians to to knock Guardians off the list. Interesting. Just because you think you're a basic bitch? No, just because as I was thinking about my answer to why I enjoyed it, it was much more about how it made the rest of the film industry better... Right. And less about how good the movie itself was. And it's amazing. It's really good. I probably good. would put it above I What If. I don't remember that much. What did I put for that year? I remember everything about What If. I remember, like, the cute conversations they had about Elvis's sandwiches. Yeah. <laughs> I, rem- yeah. <laughs> I remember them getting left without any clothes in the, at the, on on the, the beach. beach. Yeah. I remember the conversation they had with Adam Driver about the whole thing. Like, the, that movie is ingrained in my head. Guardians, I don't have the same... Fair. sort of attachment to it's only that I was so fucking sick of the X-Men philosophy of superhero movies yeah no that's fair too that was bleeding into the MCU we forget in Iron Man 1 how grounded they were trying to make that movie and and in all the other ones that came out before then like yeah. 4 was big and fantastical because there was no excuse for it not being but even half of it was pretty grounded and most of it yeah it was set on earth where they're just doing Fucking nothing. That's why Ragnarok was the best one of the yes, Marvel, of the Thor movies. Oh. So I, yeah, I, no, I, you I, know what? Fuck it. On the official <laughs> list that we're going to put on the Twitter page, what if is going to be my twenty, my no, pick for twenty fourteen? Great. I'm literally crossing out Guardians. Oh, I'm poor Guardians. It's fair enough. Um, dare you make a definitive statement for your favorite of the decade? Oh, no, I really don't. Look, because the thing is, if there's going to be a movie that I'm going to use as my litmus test to be like, are we going to get along? Yeah. On this list, it's Turbo Kid. Yeah. There's yeah. nothing else that really holds a candle. It's the one movie that I'm angry I don't own. Um, and I probably am going to go and buy it on Blu-ray after this episode because <laughs> no one got it for me for Christmas. Well, <laughs> maybe you should have been a, a nice... A, a should have nice dropped sport. more should have been, hints you to should, Santa. You shouldn't have been so naughty, Cal. Uh, but being naughty, it's so nice, Sam. <laughs> 
<laughs> so gross. The thing is, when you have to pick a definitive one of the decade, I have yeah. to. I have to go when someone says I haven't seen that movie. My reaction is. What? Yeah, you stop what we're doing right now. We're going to watch it. So it's probably into the Spider Verse. Yeah, yeah, I can totally get behind that, man. Because I like, I'll go. Oh, you haven't seen Hard for the Wilder People? We should watch that sometimes. Like, maybe okay. not now, but yeah. yeah but we'll, we'll, we'll watch that. Moonrise Kingdom. I'm not surprised you haven't seen. It. Attack the Block. Not surprised. Mm. Tangled Arts. Really good. Um, about time. Really good. You know, Mad Max Fury Road. That's a little bit. Ah, oh, we should watch that. Like right now. Mm. Actually, we did do that. Because Matt hadn't seen it. Yeah, and, I think we did just stop what we were doing and watch and that watch movie. Mad Max Fury Road. And Mad Max Fury Road is really good, man. Yeah. Um, Knives Out at the moment is also that. Because I'm like, man. go see Knives Out. Go see Knives Out. Eat shit. What? Eat shit. <laughs> and like when it's on Blu-ray, it is going to be something that I legitimately um, like, purchased from Pirate Bear from the store. And, uh, but Knives Out, like I'll get that in a nice collector's tin. Mm. Like... Mm. It's the first movie in a long time I've gone, that was a perfect movie. It's what Murder on the Orient Express should have been. Fuck that movie. That was so disappointing. It's on my other list. (laughs) (laughs) They're doing Death on the Nile. shit list! I know, I saw that because I, I, after flicking through the movies of the decade, I was skipped ahead a little bit. I jumped in my time machine and went through to the (laughs) box office in the future. And you watched it and it's perfect. It's, uh, It's the best thing of all time. David Suchette makes a cameo. It's great. He doesn't. It's not going to be good. Um, don't go see it on my... like. If, if you're listening in the future and that movie's just come out, don't. Don't go see it. Don't waste your money because the last one was fucking awful. We're going to get reference back. Someone's going to tweet us in like a year's time and go, you fucking idiots. <laughs> it was perfect. You did this bit about getting a new time machine. Bet you feel like fucking idiots now. <laughs> and I'll be like, who are you? Yeah. <laughs> go away. Um, so, tweet us at VideoShotPod, what's your favourite movies of the decade? Yep, and your favourite one of the decade. And what's your in-memoriam? Oh, the, the in-memoriams are interesting. <laughs> Send us your top ten, your, your, your best pick, so yeah, one movie from each year, your best pick, and your R.I.P. <laughs> Rip. Um, tweet us at that, at VideoShotPod. Um, we'll read it out at some point. Spoilers for the future of the podcast. We're going to be taking a bit of a break. Yep. Um, it's not a permanent break. Sam's moving to the UK. Moving to the UK. So there'll be a couple of weeks where we don't do anything. And then Cal and I are going to do like a monthly wrap up thing. Probably. And, and we'll each do our own individual yeah, episodes with people who are more geographically convenient. Yeah. You'll do episodes with Bob and I'll do episodes with Brianne mm-hmm. and, and we'll still do podcasts fairly frequently, but Cal and I together the combination you're here for yeah will be a once a month catch up the chocolate and mint at least once a month the the vanilla and boysenberry uh breaking up yeah splitting apart who's the boysenberry so i'm okay with being the vanilla in that yeah because the vanilla is the one that kind of goes with everything Mm. whereas the boysenberry is like well you belong nowhere but with vanilla (laughs) (laughs) so wait (laughs) Is that the sweetest thing you've ever said to anybody? <laughs> you said it to me? That's gross, Sam. That, that is gross. Yeah, uh, on that awkward <laughs> bombshell. <laughs> We're going to end it. Well, no, I was saying I'm <laughs> the vanilla. <laughs> See you, nerds. <laughs>